Guys, how we you doing? Are back. It is everything and nothing time. The show where you get everything and nothing at the same time. The same time. Clearly, that's a cure <laughs> over there. And you got Jonathan over here. Ooh, what's up, y'all? We are returning once again. How's your week? My week, it's been weekend. It's, it's, been, it's, it's been a week. It has been a week. But, yeah. you know, we keeping it pushing. Yes. How's yes. your week? You know, the thing's been thanking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it's been a good week. I can't even complain. God really been showing out. It's good week. Yeah, I mean, you the one out here, you know, good making week. moves and whatnot. Don't know? start. I'm not, I'm trying to big up you there. Well, I appreciate the big You the one, you know, doing things. Got good, you know, got things going, you know, popping and pop lock plates and spinning. And here you go. I wasn't going to take it pop there. Pop lock and dropping. I wasn't going to take it there, but... Drop it soon. Whatever. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Petty. Yeah, but so, you know, that's good. Uh-huh. Things are stinging. Mm-hmm. Things are stinging and, and stinging sure. and whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we back. Mm-hmm. Once Who again. Who your bae? You doing the extra. Who My bae of the week this week is the super talented, uh, legendary, epic, iconic Angela Bassett. I was thinking those are a lot of big words, but she deserves them. So. There you go. Yeah. So don't be a hater. I'm, I'm, uh, I will never hate on Miss Bassett. Angela Bassett. Ever. Super talented. Um, gorgeous. Just fine. Uh, She's so pretty. Yes. It's very pretty. Makes you believe in every single character that she plays. Could yes. be the Even the ones that are fake. Right. Could be very much real people out there somewhere. The queen mother was played yes. Tina Turner. That's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so many, you know. Um, and... I also am so disappointed the fact that we live in a world where she never got to play Storm in X-Men because apparently that was going to be a thing. I feel like she still could do it. Yeah, if, yeah, Storm, like if, they, if they gave us a storyline where like maybe Storm is like a grandmother or a mother now and mm. she had a baby or something. But see, you, I yeah, feel you're like changing you a lot of other stuff. I mean, a it's, a, it's a fake story. I can change it. It, it ain't real. Yeah. It ain't real. Okay, but then you have to change everybody else's stuff. I mean, so okay, change them. Whatever. Anyway, It's but, all uh, made up anyway. I'm not gonna go there. I mean, what it's, is it? So, is it based on a true story? Maybe you don't know. It's not. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> so, where the so where the music at? Where the powers at? I want some. How I get some? Uh, what do you talk to? What you the, need to bite you me? You were the one that told me what back in December we were supposed to get superpowers. What? That's what I'm the people on waiting. Twitter have said. That's I what the black people. Waiting. The black people on Twitter have said it. I, mean. I have not noticed a stitch of a you know superpower you know what my superpower or ability. Is? What might that be? Tolerating these ignorant white folk more. My superpower came. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more of a personality trait, but okay. What sure. happened? No, uh-huh. it's a superpower because I be wanting to, mm-hmm. but the patients be like, bring it together. <laughs> be ready to knock, knock and buck of you know Listen, whatever in my lord's name mm-hmm. because they try it. But anyway, but yes, Angela Bassett deserves all the things. She's amazing. Yes. like she's been buying my whole life. And then some. And then, right. Yeah. Like, right. She and was continue, around before we were, right. you know. Right, and continues to be. She's one of those people I think I definitely will feel away when she passes away a million years from now. I would, well, see, I wasn't going to take it there. That got a million dark. years from now. I, that got like, kind of dark, yeah. I, like, my great-grandchildren will experience it. I, <laughs> she's going to tell them all of this. I, she's, she's the type that I feel like if you were to meet her, there would be that immediate, like, Oh, like this is a super celebrity, like somebody super famous. And she probably super chill. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like it goes from like I can't believe I'm in the same. So then it's like, why haven't we been friends all my yes, life? Like Miss I feel like she's that type. I, I feel like she's the type. I'll be like, you kiss Miss Bassett. She's like, you call me Angela. Okay, Miss Bassett, girl. Right. Yes, I'm not calling you Angela, girl. I am not grown enough to call you Angela. 
Right. Ma'am. Miss, Ma'am. Miss Bassett. Miss Bassett, please. I just, you know, no. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And her husband is dope, too. Of course. Her husband is um the Uncle Uncle George. Yes. From uh, Lovecraft Country. Exactly. And he's super dope. Sterling. Uh, Kate, oh. Don't give me the line. Yeah. Uncle George. Yeah. He's going to go with that. He's going to be Uncle George. Yeah. But yeah, Angela Bassett is amazing. What's your favorite Angela Bassett role? Ooh. I mean, Tina Turner was she was awesome as Tina Turner. Absolutely. Um, I think even though she's not in the movie a whole lot, she was really good in, in Black Panther. Yes. Um, I would like to see like her do some more things in that. Um, I'm trying to think of some other. I mean, she was um Michael Jackson's mom in the Jackson movie. She sure was. She always plays you the f- mom. She was Catherine. Yeah, she, she was forget Catherine. about that. Um, she's kind of in Boys in the Hood. Like yeah. she, you know, she Cuba mama. Cuba. Yes. Cuba. Well, like, Cuba. I was like, Cuba? Cuba. That's what I used to call it because I realized it was Cuba. Who? Cuba's mama. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, Courtney B. Vance is her husband, by the yeah. way. Um, yeah, Uncle George. Uncle George. Um, rest in peace, Uncle George. Um, they but bring him back. Segway, I need another season I look, you feel like of Lovecraft. They have not talked about it. I'm not putting it. that out there. I'm, I'm trying to saying. manifest. Maybe I'm going to try to go on Twitter. I am trying to manifest a second season. You will manifest it. You uh, manifest I'm, some checks. Talk about manifest season. That was gonna be the follow up. <laughs> I'm trying to manifest a second season of Lovecraft Country. That show is so and good. And then manifest everything and nothing hosting the post show. Oh, that would be dope. Where a certain set of podcasters are interviewing the cast every week after Don't, the episode listen, and discussing. I would, I would fan out if I got to meet uh, what is her name. The one who played her sister. I know she died at the end of the but I feel like they can... I'm manifesting that she comes back yes. in the second season, too. I'm, Uncle George comes back in the second season. Yeah, everybody, everybody is back. Everybody back. Because yeah, I, I, I don't... I Like, now that they have given us Lovecraft Country, I do. I can't stand it. I could not handle it if they took that away. I don't think I would be able... I would be very happy. And then I would... That would be bad. Like, I need... I need Lovecraft Country to be a thing for a long time. Yeah, like they still haven't talked about it, so I don't know when it's coming, but I I need them to get on it because I just feel exactly. like I just feel like it would be so good. I just think though, where would the story go from there? Like I, I feel don't like care. They, they completed it in such a a dope way. But when you are dealing with, and this is in my field again, now feel free to check out because I know you're gonna do it anyway. Don't do me because I'm gonna talk about don't something do that you're not interested. Don't in. Don't do me when you're dealing with science fiction oh, and fantasy. Okay. T- exactly, little care has. Left the Whatever. room. Kira <laughs> has left the chat. Um, when you're dealing with like science fiction and stuff like that, you always have that room to do those kind of things to bring people back in the most like outlandish and just ridiculous ways. So I feel like they could all come back one way or another, and I would be happy with that because Lovecraft Country needs to come back. I agree. Um, Lovecraft Country with a surprise cameo by Angela Bassett would just be. Awesome. That would be dope. Because I think she would be really good in a show like that. I mean, low-key, you could put Angela Bassett on Sesame Street and she's going to kill it. Like, it don't, like, you can put her anywhere. You can put her I in a Tide like commercial. I would like to see Angela Bassett on Sesame Street. Put her in a Tide Street. commercial. Put her wanna, anywhere. Put I, her in an anime and she's going to kill it. I feel like Angela Bassett would sing Big Bird like Negro Spirituals <laughs> to go to bed. <laughs> like, in my mind, Something's Big Bird is in his nest. He got his little dumb, like, dumb large sleeping cap on. And he's asking Miss Bassett to sing him a song to go to sleep. And that's what she does. Something's because wrong with she's you, sweet just like so that. Just so you know. 
I mean, are you just now realizing this? No, I'm just. We've been doing this for a while. I feel like it's pretty apparent. It's not a surprise to you at this point. You know what it is? No, you know what it is? It's because those moments where you just just leave the chat. Don't do this. That's why you probably do not not figuring that out. Do this, but um, yeah. Angela Bassett, Bay of the Week. Period. And for Alpha. Period. Period. Super talented. Yes. Um. I, I think there was even like there was a car you know what there was a cartoon that I think she was like doing a voiceover for mm-hmm. and I was surprised to find out that it was her because I was just so caught up in the character that she was playing and I'm like oh wow she's you know like this person's really good and I just I have this weird thing about looking like like going to Wikipedia and like looking stuff up and I was like oh that's Angela Bassett that explains a lot yes. I was like that explains I was like because this character's not really all that important in the thing but at the same time it's like oh okay. This makes sense. This makes it's, sense. it's Angela Bassett, Angela, so this period. this makes sense as to why. I feel like she's always the answer. Whatever the question is, <laughs> she Angela might, Bassett, Angela she Bassett's might the answer. Be. Period. She just might be. So this global warming thing, we got going on. Angela Bassett. Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett is the cure. Angela Bassett and coconut oil. Her skincare routine. Angela is the Bassett cure. and coconut right. oil. Her skincare routine. Just put some coconut cure. oil on it, and it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We're good. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Anyway. <laughs> You're so goofy. You might be choking down. I'm sorry, yeah, Jonathan. I mean, I'm sorry. You threw me with that one, but okay. <sighs> sorry. But, um, yeah, who's your uh, bay of the week? So my bays of the week. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be, y'all, if y'all know, y'all know, I be on TikTok, talking or whatever. And I came across this certain group, this certain sect of TikTok. Okay. That just, every time they come across my page. They do something to you. Oh! So, I just want to shout out Big Talk. Hashtag Big Talk. Okay. Um, Big Talk. Um, extra star if you put the gorilla after it, but I don't like calling me a gorilla, so I don't do it. But when I see it, I like it when I see it because I understand, but also, you know, black. So, I understand, you know. Okay. But if you don't know what Big Talk is, just type it in. Type it in and just see the men that pop up. Because a lot of times it's just real talk. And mind you, like, a lot of these men, my little five, four, five, five self can't do but so much with. Like, it was one man on there, he was 6'11". What you gonna do with that? What you gonna do except reach yourself off the top shelf? Like, what you gonna do? So, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just, there's something about tall dudes, big dudes, like, dudes who are physically big. It's just, <sighs> and no, I mean, no, no hate to the shorter ones. Because I feel like... I look at it like this. As long as you are at least my height, when I have heels on, mm-hmm. you got a chance with me. I know it's some women who be like, if I, if, you know, but personally, you know, it's, 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 it's an equal playing field around here. But there's something when you see the real tall ones and they big and they cute. Oh, and he got a beard. Whoo. Oh, and don't let them have a grill. Whoo. But anyway, so big time just. Hey y'all, I see y'all. I see y'all talking over there. I mean, I guess as an unofficial spokesperson for Big Talk, we appreciate. Are you a Big Talk? I mean, you a Big Talk? I mean, I'm all of six five. So, oh, excuse me, sir. I ain't seen the hashtag. I didn't know it was a thing. People don't know. People don't tell me about these things. Yeah, you gotta go over there. Listen, I will be the best (laughs) to admit. I tend to be oblivious about a lot of things like this. So, go over there with your people. Um, I yeah, sure, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, so we appreciate it because you know. We don't outside outside of because uh, let's be honest the seasons are changing yes. and cuffing season is technically over um, and outside of cuffing season you know but you do know like I mean cuffing season is over but the women that other women would look to to be the coaches of the seasons 
are are cuffed. And I know you don't understand what I'm saying. So you, you're throwing a lot out there. I was like, so, wait, what? <laughs> for example, mm-hmm. the hot girl head coach we all know is Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. So mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion, a lot of times during the summer is you know she's the you know she's the the coach for the girls that you know we out here get, them together. Get, the, okay. get the bags, get the money, get the head of things. Like that's the vibes, right? Okay. But <laughs> she's booed up. So oh, she yeah, can't really hurt. be. Yeah, that kind of hurt. I, I mean, you know, I think I, mean, I blocked side, it out. But sidebar, as if I had a chance, but whatever. Sidebar, her man is fine. I've been rocking with Party for a minute. And his album is bomb. His uh, underrated album, bomb. But anyway, um, yeah. And then you know, city girls also coaches people. You know, they look to the like, yes, girl. Not you know, I take your man and did all of that. But reportedly, JT is booed up a little Uzi Vert, who turned into a troll baby with a jewel in his head. Or does they stomach? Either way, it's a jewel on their body somewhere. So somebody, somebody said he was the wish version of Vision from One Division. Y'all get it. Not gonna lie. Why have they been like? What's why are black? So interesting full disclosure. Mm-hmm. I have not watched One Division. None of the episodes. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Like, all of a sudden, he went from Vision to Vishon. And, like, I just see people put, like, a, a hot top fade on him. Because he didn't have chains the, on. The, the, the what se- is going the, on? The series finale, he's basically... Oh, so the end of the ser- that's the end of the series? Yeah. Oh. It was meant to just be one season and okay. done. Because it feeds into a bunch of other stuff. Got you. Um, but, basically, he shows up, like, uh, with, like, a black I seen the turtleneck. And people was like, he was- oh, like, he's, you know, and he's... I guess because for a little bit, he's not as bright. Because normally yeah, he he's, he's like red. Down. Yeah, he's not as bright. So somebody was like, oh, he's out he here. Off black man because lives. he was also giving up like very loving uh, words of encouragement to Wanda. And like, you know, like, listen, I know I got to go. I know I'm not going to be here. But that doesn't change the fact that, you know, like I still love you and things like, like that. Nothing's going to change that whether I'm here or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like he hit her with some other like, not going to lie. I feel like that would have been like the interlude for like an old school R&B music video. Okay. So it was like, listen, I've been singing to you how I love you so much. Now I actually have to use regular words and just be like, oh, by the way. So you don't think it's just all game? Here you go. So they were like, yeah, that that was him trying to be, you know, Vishon. And I saw a TikTok, and this black woman explained it very well. She's like, I want to explain to y'all why black women are in particular are responding the way that they are to vision. And mm-hmm. they said, vision is made of vibranium. Yes. Vibranium is from Wakanda. Wakanda. Yes, from Africa. Yeah. So, it only so is natural. Yes. So, technically, he is, he is black. black. Yes. So, this is why we are responding the exactly. way we're... And I was like, you better connect the dots. Yeah. Okay. I mean... I mean, I wasn't feeling that way because, again, I don't is, have all the context That the is show. the luxury that uh, comic books and comic book type things have because you can make those kind of connections mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because, apparently... So, the plan, I guess, my understanding is the plan for Marvel was they were going to do this show, WandaVision. Okay. Which is going to lead into some movies and, like, their next set of string of movies and whatnot. Oh, yeah, because they got to, I guess, start a whole new story now that right. Tony is gone. Exactly. So, the next show... Even though, I mean, I'm sorry, sidebar. Sure. I feel like they should be able to bring Tony back. Cannot. Why? Because it would... Part of it is he's just done with his contract, in reality. But okay. it's also... Um, so, that means we could bring a black girl who's supposed to be, like, Tony. So, you don't know... That's actually a thing already being done. She in the movie? Yeah. No, a TV show. TV I want her in the movie. Well, I, I think my understanding is the people who are going to be in the TV series are also eventually going to eventually be... The they might not okay. have their own movies, but they're going to... They're going to show up eventually. Exactly. Okay, as long so, as they're going to mention So, that. yes, the... I just want a small little black girl who knows science. There's actually going to be several of those popping up. Hey, soon. I appreciate um, those. Yeah, so there's that. 
Um, there's so basically the next series is going to be uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So Anthony Mackie, black guy, black guy, who yes. was black Captain America. Oh, yes. um, Claire's parents had a real yes, good exactly. man. <laughs> yes, exactly. He didn't play all the movie. First That's off, why I know him. Papa Doc. Papa Doc. <laughs> oh, no. Free world. Claire's parents had a real good man. Everybody from the three one three. Put your mother, father, hands up and follow, and follow me. me. Yes. yes, I remember. Um, so yeah, he, so he's. I never watched those movies. Which movies? The Captain America movies. Okay, you should because they're really good. It's, America. Well, eh, but it, it begin. You know what it is? It's it goes from I want to fight the bullies to you know what the people who I thought were being bullied are also kind of bullies. So I'm kind of like there's a there's a theme from with getting off on a tangent but anyway because come back come back i'm listening because i'm interested so somebody pointed out and i didn't think about it when you first see captain america suit is super bright real bright red white yeah and blue. he look real and trumpish. as time goes on it starts dimming and getting darker and darker and dark like his suit oh okay and it's at a point where like even the star is gone and it's just like listen it's the way america do its people well not even a, it's you know what I understand that we that the country is not what it was supposed to be. It has not lived up to the ideals that it had. Right. I'm holding those ideals, whether they are or not. Gotcha. So yes, unfortunately, I'm still Captain America because that's what everybody calls me. But I'm still fighting for them. for what it should be. Right. Yeah. So got that, it. So somebody said that, so, and then eventually, well, you saw, you know, he gives his shield to Anthony Mackie at the end of Endgame. Clarence Pants had a Clarence, real good Yes, marriage. Papa Doc gets Captain America's shield. <laughs> and, you know, so what, because did he, like, go old and go back to his girl or something? Right, he lived a life. He yeah. had his life and came back and said, you know, hey, here's here you go. You're, you are Captain America mm-hmm. now because yeah. I've lived my life the way I wanted to. And Must be nice. Yeah, so uh, basically that series is supposed to also lead into some other things. But somebody said that uh, the joke, the running joke was... Um, in some scenes, the Winter Soldier's got with the metal arm. Wakanda. Yes. She Siri made his arm. Yes. Um, the, they were saying that because he spent so much time. Not Siri, sure. You sure. Could, and you was you just let me rock. Yep. You uh, petty. <laughs> that they were saying that he like the joke was because he had because I think he still has the Wakanda arm. Okay. Um, it hasn't changed. Like it's not like oh I need to upgrade. No, you just rock with. What I you mean, got. it's vibranium. What you want right. to upgrade to? There was like people were joking that. He has fully assimilated to Wakanda lifestyle, <laughs> so he went from Bucky to like Buck Buck, uh, Buck, whatever, Buck. Dunk, whatever. Buck, Buck. Like, hey, y'all got hot sauce? Yeah, brave. They was, right? They're like, hey, y'all got hot sauce? Like, what's chicken without hot sauce or whatever random thing without hot sauce? Like, where the I sisters bet you at? Tartar sauce in Wakanda is so good. I bet it is. I was just because I want I some tartar. Sauce. I imagine that there's like I some keto. I imagine sauce. that there's too many options for like hot sauce or whatever. Also, in Wakanda. Yeah, probably like, it would just be insane. Like you'd just be like, I Speak- give me number ten, please, for the hot sauce. I don't know. Speaking of fake African countries, did you watch Coming to America? I have not watched it yet. I don't have Amazon Prime. Oh, and I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't gonna sign up for it. Yet. You should. I'll give hey, my listen. password. Okay, I appreciate it. Um, just remind me. But, uh, yeah, so, so there's we that. So we can't talk about it then. Not yet. Because um, I've got feelings. Yeah, of course, everybody does. But let's be honest, I feel like, here's the thing. Haven't seen it yet, okay. but let me guess. There's a ton of callbacks to the original Coming to America. Like, a lot of, like, references to it and of jokes course. that are basically recycled. But it's not what you... Here's the thing. If you took 30 years to make a sequel, it's not going to live up to the hype for one. Absolutely not. And there's going to be some disappointing... 
moments and things like that. I think that's what most sequels, like, not most sequels, but I feel like there are a lot of sequels, especially with that type of a time right. gap. That's what I'm saying. I think the like, longer you take to make a sequel, the lo- the more chances you have of it not living up or being kind of a disappointment. That's like, uh, what's his name? Q from Love and Basketball. Mm-hmm. Omar Epps? Yes. Omar Epps? Mm-hmm. He was saying, I saw an interview with him, and he was like, you know, because people have been asking for a second Love and Basketball. Why? Let's keep it a book. Love and Basketball. Now, don't get me wrong. I feel like I was definitely part of the Love and Basketball train the first time around. Okay. But as an adult, like a grown woman uh-huh. who's fully in her womanhood, that movie is terrible. It's a terrible representation of love. All of that stuff. But... I don't see a need for a sequel in that. But I... I, I it probably gonna turn. It probably would just be the same story again, except with their kids. But anyway, um, but he said the same thing basically. He was like, you know, when it's such a classic, you don't touch it. Like you just let it no. be. And if you want to do something else, okay. But like, or even if y'all want to do like a TV show, because I feel like you also don't hold it to. The, I don't see how you would do that. But I'm just saying, like, you don't hold it to the same standard as you would the movie. No. Kind of like they did, dear white people. Like dear white people start off as a movie. Yeah. And then it turned into a Netflix series, which I thought it was pretty decent. People didn't like it, but I thought it was cool. Um, I liked the girl who played... Oh, I can't think of her name. She was on this show, this, like, YouTube show I used to watch. Okay. The Darker Girl, like, The Best Friend. But anyway, tangent. But yeah, I thought... I'm not going to get into it because you haven't seen it. But I need you to watch it because I have thoughts okay. and feelings. Um, but yeah, I, I'll watch it eventually, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, my biggest thing was I, cause I'm super critical of movies that I go see. Like, especially if it's something, don't do that. I'm listening. So much hateration in this dancery. Don't be trying to uh, say my words. But I did. Anyway, I, like, if, especially if it's something based off of another movie or something or uh, IP that I like, then I have certain, like, standards for it to be to meet mm-hmm. and then you know we'll go from there this one because i kind of feel like this is part of eddie murphy's like comeback tour whatever um you pick something else. no i don't think it's necessary i think it was an easy thing to pick because here's the thing people love coming to america if you say i don't know anybody who does not like coming to america yeah well actually i found out the other day one of my friends didn't like it the original one you don't need that kind of negativity in your don't life. talk about my friends you don't need that kind of negativity don't in your talk life. about my friends I, it threw me off though because i had never that was, she was like i really didn't like it i was like i think she was the first human human like regardless of coming <laughs> yeah. she was the first human i had ever heard say it. i was like oh again you okay. don't need that kind of negativity anyway in your life. but anyway she's entitled um, to her own opinion i don't know any rational person who doesn't like coming to america don't do this so my thing with that is you have a, a huge fan base already there. Mm-hmm. And if you told people, hey, we're going to give you another Coming to America. Because let's be honest, Coming to America could have did a sequel a long time ago. That's true. There was plenty to build off of that you could have did. Um, so people, so he, it was like, hey, Eddie Murphy, you want to do another movie? Cool. Um, the Dolomite movie was really successful, from my understanding. And it was really it. good. Um, so here, here's another chance to do something that it's going to be good, but you also have that built in. Oh, we know this. We know these characters. So it's nice to check in on them and yeah. see. Them. So why not? You know? Yeah. And then, like, I'm get willing to bet the next thing he does is something that isn't a sequel or whatever. I hope not. Um, although I remember for a long time people were trying to get him to do another Beverly Hills Cop. Ain't it already two or three of them? There's like four. Um, but at the same time, like, the last one came out, like, over 20 years ago, so... It's, it's like, annoying, low-key, because it's like, y'all ain't got no new ideas in Hollywood. 
How about uh, y'all stop gatekeeping and let new people in and give y'all some new ideas? Mm, How about that? There's that. People yeah. different colors. That's not just black folk, not just white folk. That's I'm sure some Asian folk, some indigenous folk. So, well, you know, and it's funny because, like, when people are given those chances, like, let's be honest, Black Panther, huge success. Absolutely. Um, not like, I mean, Brian, uh, Ryan Coogler had been around for a little bit and had done some other movies, but you give him a big time budget and a big studio behind him, he makes good movies, mm-hmm. um, which Black Panther proved, and now they're getting ready to make another one. Um, you also have, like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw Crazy Rich Asians. I love, first of all, that book is amazing. Okay. And the movie... Yeah. Chef's Kiss. So I, good. I want to stick with that. I happened to watch it and I was like, I stumbled so on it and I was like, this is actually really good. The wedding scene, sir. That the was wedding scene, that was sir. Because that, literally, that's the song. I was like, this makes, like, the song that she walks down the aisle to. Mm-hmm. I, I added it to my one day playlist. Classic, what is a classic song in general? I had never heard it. You've never heard that I had, Before that movie, I had never heard that song. You probably had never heard that version. But Maybe. You've heard that song. I'm sure you've heard that song before. Well, I'm telling you, I hadn't heard it. Uh-huh. And, but I had heard it on okay. the movie. Right, and it made me add it to my one day playlist. Like, if I right. ever decide to allow someone to go. propose to me. Right. We are doing something to that song. But not gonna lie, so seeing that, I was like, okay, this not gonna lie. It was a, it's a really good movie, and they are just balling out of. When they say crazy rich, crazy rich, they mean crazy rich crazy. because when I, I mean, s- at the beginning of the movie, she bought, they bought the hotel, right? Like, well, like it was nothing. Yes, that was a baller. Well, because like the first time I saw it, I didn't see the beginning. Like, oh, I think I came okay. in pretty close to the wedding. Gotcha. And oh, I, you was at the end. Yeah, but okay. when I saw like the water start, first off. Listen, my first that's was, so cold. My first thought was, uh oh, we got a water, we got a water bus, we got a pipe bus, <laughs> <laughs> we got a waterman break, we got to like, get this settled you, out. Like, my first, like, what do you have to do? Mind you, that was in the book. Okay, I that know. that happened. I, I know I read the book. because I read the book a million years okay. ago. That was in the book. My bad. That was in the book, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, like, how do you, how do you put water in this church flow and don't yeah. mess up the flow? That was don't mess balling. up the. The wood, Don't worry, we're gonna replace the floor after Woo! we're done. That's that's what that said to me. So listen, good. here's the check. Let us know after the wedding is over. We're gonna replace this floor and keep it moving. But yeah, that movie was very good. And again, that is a case of this is what happens when you let people who don't normally get an opportunity to do things the way they want to do them, or to put out the stories that they want to mm-hmm. put out. There. Like so, that was, you know. That's a, that's a classic movie now at this point, it, or it will be eventually. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and at the same time, the casting on that was amazing. Like, there's not a single person. I'm like, I don't even know why they're in this movie. Like, I'm not. Here's the thing. I know the casting was good because I don't like Aquafina. I can't stand her. I feel like that she's, was my first time seeing I, her. I feel like she. I've seen her some other things. I feel like she's a caricature of us. I agree. But. Even in that, even with that, no, seeing the story and then seeing the people, like the, her family in the movie, it makes, it makes sense. sense. It makes sense. So I was like, you know what? Y'all did good here. Because yeah. even with that, it's like, you know what? It makes sense. Because if she, if that was the only time she was ever like that, mm-hmm. I'd still be like, okay, yeah. this makes sense. And one thing I like about that particular movie is mm-hmm. that the story is so universal. I mean, oh, for sure. Because, I mean, realistically... Rich white people are a million dozen, right? Like mm-hmm. you can find, you can make, you can let, you can put any race in yeah. that story. And Almost it works. every major city has at least five families like that, right? So you like can take old any, money. You can take yeah. any race and throw. I, and I like those type of stories mm-hmm. where they can take any race, throw them in there, but they are intentional about picking a minority. Like right. I think that or a person of color. And the fact color. that it wasn't necessarily just that, but they also included the culture. You're right. Because there's cultural references and things like that. Because the setting, for one, made a di- makes a difference. A um, granny house. 
The way that they interact with, hey, auntie, you know, mm, uncle, uncle, whatever. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, that they have or whatever. Um, there was, I was even trying to point out to somebody about, there was a scene where, I forget his name, but he pops up in a bunch of things. He always plays like the gay Asian friend or he cousin or whatever. Him, he too. Um, and he's I like pointing out to this girl, like, listen, I understand that's your man, mm-hmm. but you realize he is like the third, third son. He ain't even the money. Of like a cheap family. Right. So... <laughs> set your expectations accordingly or you could go talk to the the only child over there who got dumb money and has no problem waste like throwing it around right and, and she go, was like she's oh. and she walked up and right them. and so, like because i remember somebody did ask me like they didn't understand i was like well because they culturally and at least in this this scenario they are very like old school um you know uh um, I don't know how you want to call it. Like the line, the family line means something. Right. Where you fall in your family line means something. It do. So where if you're the firstborn, we learned that in real time, ain't we? Something like that. With these like royal folks, message. Learn. <laughs> well, but yeah, uh, what like you have? You know the you know the firstborn son carries a ton of weight in a family, especially if it's a family of means in those kind of situations. Whereas like the youngest, maybe just like eh, you know, hey, whatever, he's here, good for him. But yeah. You have those movies where, like you said, it's if you give people who don't normally have a chance to to show you what they can do, they're probably more more often than not they're going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Like that, there's there's a bunch of people out there who have done these things, and it's like, oh wow, we didn't really see that coming. Well, if you gave more chances to people, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you you know they have to put hundreds of millions of dollars behind them. If you're willing to do that for the white folks, you should be able to do it for them. Well, but here's the thing. I feel like, because even, even like the white directors who have no track record have to start somewhere. So mm. I, even if it was... But they still start off higher up than a person of color. Oh, unfortunately, and that's the problem. Unfortunately, in a lot of cases, that's true. But like you have people who, like a Ryan Coogler, who, I mean, Fruitvale Station, if you haven't seen that, you need to stop and go back and see that. That's based on a true story. And that movie is so well done. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Because I remember seeing it, and I was late to seeing it. And I'm like... This is, like, I felt some kind of way after watching it. I'm like, that could have been me. That could have been a lot of people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when it was like, oh, he's going to be directing Black Panther, I'm like, okay, right, not a problem. He, he's I'm probably one of my it. favorite directors. Yeah. And when you just listen to his story, he's so California. Like, yeah, when you listen to him yes. speak, he's yes. so Like, I remember I got into a, 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 a spirited debate with someone because they were like, you can't tell he's from California. I said, you've How never, you listen, you've never listened to some, and I'm, and mind you, I'm from Ohio. Okay, right. like I feel like we real regular. We don't have access, none of that. The way he speaks and the cadence he speaks, mm-hmm. I'm like, so you must not listen to hip hop, like because <laughs> if you listen to Snoop, if you listen to Cube, if you yeah. like, there's a cadence. He's from, to, he's, like, from the a hood. he's from the West Coast hood. Musical yeah. cadence that people from the West Coast speak. I feel like New York kind of has something similar. The cadence mm-hmm. thing, not the same. Cadence. They have a regional dialect. It's yeah. a thing. So I was like, as soon as I heard him speak, I was like, oh, I like yeah. him. Like he feels. I feel like he feels like your homeboy got several on times in his life. He's like, hey, cuz, yes, What's the problem, like, hey, yes, chill out, bro. I really, really like him. Like, chill, Ryan. Like, he cool, man. He just trying to, and then he trying to audition. He did Creed. He did yes. Creed, which was awesome. The first one, because the, the dude from Cleveland, I think, did the second, or he doing the third, something. Because it was a reason. The next one, he couldn't do it because of, he, he was doing Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. I just know I'm ready for Creed three, because the first one was really good. 
The second one I thought was pretty good too. Um, I it's Michael looking... B. Jordan, so you all you got to do is just it's Michael B. Jordan. Lori, girl, kudos because it's Michael B. Jordan, girl. I mean, even I though just, I will say him, I is, like it because it's a good movie. I mean, whatever, it's it's good. <laughs> he he's in it, so it's good. But I mean, does Michael B. Jordan have a bad movie? Mm, I don't think so. So, like I said, Michael B. Jordan did I mean, it. So it's good. And, uh, what's her name? Tessa need, Thompson? I need, yeah, I need more Tessa She's Thompson. She's bomb. Yeah. I love her as an actress, and I don't feel like she gets the shine she deserves. No. Um, I saw, what movie was I watching? I'm Sorry to Bother You, I think is what it's called. Yes, her Sorry to Bother and, um, You. She is really good in that. That movie is really a whole. Lakeith Stanfield that, in movie that movie is, is cr- awesome. So, Lakeith, no, okay, so, oh, I, oh. So, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Man. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. N- sir. So, Ooh. I have to start with this. Lakeith Stanfield played his part so well that I actually have no interest in ever seeing him again. <laughs> I, like, I, if I never see him again, mm-hmm. it would be too soon. Like, I was so... And, like and and I and I mentally prepared myself. Like I expected to feel the same way I felt after I saw Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. not the racist one. The excuse me, who the one with uh Nat? Yes, Nat Nate Turner. Parker. Turner. Nat Nat Turner. Yes, Nate Parker's who played Nat Turner. Okay, that's what I was like. Wait, why am I getting those confused? Names confused. But yeah, I went into it expecting to be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I have I because I'm so passionate about right. you know my community. And I knew the story of Fred Hampton. Like, I knew how he passed away. So, like... Right. But to see it in real time... And I didn't know about the snake part. I did not know that. I did not know about them putting somebody in and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that part of the story. I kind of assume that only because you've seen it in so many other situations. But I thought it was... I didn't realize... No, I thought it was for the movie. Like, I didn't realize this was an actual person. Like, I didn't know that part. Okay. Um, and, and it was crazy because, like, before I watched Judas and the Black Messiah, I watched, uh, it's a documentary on YouTube called The Black Power Mixtape. And it just talks about, basically, the rise of the Black Power movement okay. through the 60s and the 70s. Right. And they kind of touch on it, but they really don't. Like, it's not, it didn't go in-depth. So, to watch this story, first of all, Daniel Kaluuya, oh, was awesome. Daniel Kaluuya. First of that all, that accent that he throws. Sir, in the movie. sir. Yeah. Mind you, I want. I listened to interviews of mm-hmm. Fred, Hamp- like the real Fred Hampton. Right. He got him down. To, like his mannerisms, right. the way, the cadence in which he speaks, and like he got it down so good. First, Daniel Kaluuya. He another one. If he so, if and he walked in here right now and said, "Akira, g- gather your things. But you know, we all leaving. We you, all leaving." I'm like, <laughs> Jonathan is <been> real. <laughs> First so off, fine. you gotta swear up because you're not just about to walk up in here and answer so, on my show. He's so fine. Um, but Bless his mama and I, his daddy. I give him credit because, again, he's another. I always make jokes about English people who steal American acting jobs because I did not know for the longest that he was that he was. Yeah, British. I didn't either. But I was until Queen and Slim because both of them are British. Didn't know that. Yeah, okay. she's British too. I think. Um, and I feel some kind of way about that movie. But anyway, we've talked about What's it. What's wrong with Queen and we've Slim? Talked, we've talked about it. Not on the show. I'm pretty sure we have. But anyway. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed because <laughs> before I had, um, before I watched, uh, Judas and Black Messiah, mm-hmm. I had watched, uh, um, so yeah, before I watched, uh, Judas and Black, and the Black Messiah, I was watching, uh, Widows with Viola Davis. Okay, yes. And he's in that. 
Okay. But he looked because apparently I guess he put on some weight for Judas and Black Messiah. Yeah. Because he almost because I'm he's like because because there for a hot second I forgot that he was in both those movies. I'm like yeah. he looks like two completely different people. But then I was like, okay, it's the, you know, and that happens because when you're acting, I mean, you see actors all the time up and down and wait. For sure. But I was like, that shows, to me, that always shows dedication to sure. wanting to be an actor or yep. being in a, a role or whatever. But yes, when I say that speech, when he talks about, I don't think I'm going to die in no car accident. I don't think I'm going to die because I got a bad heart. I was like, listen. Woo! Listen. He is putting out a word. And can I just say, so I think that was the scene. Mm-hmm. And oh girl, I don't I apologize, sis. I do not know your name. But the lady who played his girl, yeah. she was looking at him. And I remember saying, I was like, oh, she looking at him like, wait till we get home. And then like, <laughs> the next scene is them and bad. I said, girl, I know the girl, I know that's right, right. girl. Cause he is just there's something about and I know you know, we live in a society that's all about, like, there's a certain group that's all about tearing down black dudes and talking to them crazy and mm. black dudes ain't this, da da da. But there is something about a black man who understands his purpose, who is for his community, who's a ride or die. Like, there is something about that type of dude who wants, who wants unity, who wants to do right by his people, who wants, who stands up for people. Mm. Listen, it do something to you on your insides, okay? I think that's, I mean, I think that is seeing somebody who's passionate about something other than themselves. It do something to you, okay? Because, whoo. Clearly. I was like, girl, when he, when he was talking, I said, girl, you better. And the next scene was them in bed. I said, that's was, right, girl. Because, like, he was putting heart into that speech. Yeah. And he, at the same time, I feel like also she was... She felt it. I, she was, yeah. But I think she was also kind of like having a moment of, like, this is going to be our future. Like, because mm-hmm. my thing, so a thing that I've noticed, when, especially when it comes to, I don't know what you want to call them, revolutionary civil rights uh, leaders and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's almost a weird sixth sense where they know it's coming. this is not going to end in old age. Anytime you are fighting the government. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. J. Edgar Hoover said they were the biggest threat. The I Black remember. Panther yeah. Party. Yeah. J. Edgar Hoover, who was Millie Rockin' in Hell was saying right now, said right. that they were right. the biggest threat. The folks who are feeding children. Mm-hmm. Like, what is you talking about? Well, because it was upsetting what... The white folks. How, yeah, it was upsetting white folks. The white folks. Um, but My, well, 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 I'm sorry, but it was upsetting the white folks in power because there mm-hmm. is a scene where he goes right. to the poor white people right. and he's like, "You do know, like this is just they're they're putting mm-hmm. us against each other when realistically we should be on the same side." And that's one thing I really appreciated about the way they portray him. Like it wasn't just yes, he's for black power, obviously, but black liberation does not mean black superiority. Right. It's about all of us being and together. And sadly, here we are, how many years later, people still don't still understand. Still having the same... Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that Black Lives Matter only, mean more than other Exactly. People. We just want to mean two as well. Yeah. Like, y'all... Anyway, don't But there is a thing that I've noticed that throughout history, there are... There is... It's almost like a uh, prophetic sense that comes in... That comes up from people in those situations mm-hmm. where they haven't... Like, they get that inkling, like, listen... I know, Dr. King said it, I may not get there with you. And, like, let's be honest, I'm sure there was part of him that was like, I want to get there with y'all. For sure, for sure. But realistically, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, Because you'll even see it with older people 
who are about to pass, where they like, you know, I'm just real tired. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. And when people start, one thing I've I've learned, I learned that very early was when people start talking about that go home. Yeah, they ain't talking about going to the house. No, they talk about going over yonder. So, right. <laughs> yes, going over yonder. <laughs> they talk about going over. That is that is the best way to <laughs> they put talk that. About going yes, going over yonder. Um, they talk about going to the top of the hill right. where the help is coming from. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. That, like, that moment is... Because, like, you see her looking at him, giving this speech and putting his heart into it. And, yes, like, it's... Like you said, it's doing something to her. But also, she's she realizing... She understands what's coming. Yeah. She's understanding what's coming just as much as he does in that, at that moment. Yeah. And that was powerful. And, like, I was watching it. So, like I said, I had already kind of embraced myself and kind of understood what was, you know, the movie was going to end up being about. Yeah. But the thing that made me feel some kind of way was the scene at the end where they show the actual snake yeah Snitch. the actual traitor on eyes on the prize and he's making it sound like listen i was out here fighting for listen soup. and i was like you have got to, to be, be kidding me like i told them if this man death if this dumb movie don't end with somebody slitting his throat from the back it is anticlimactic to me i was like so you mean to tell me this man had the nerve to sit in front of a camera knowing what he knew and mm-hmm. what he had done and having the, the audacity to be like, yeah, you know, some folks was out there sitting on the sidelines. I was actually out in the no streets. No remorse. And, but then it also makes sense why he killed himself that same day. Did so, he? I, I mean, did he? Did well, he kill himself? The, so I did some research. So apparently he had tried to kill himself earlier that day. Mm. He had tried to like jump out of a window. Oh, okay. And then the, what they said he got like just dumb drunk, got behind the wheel of a car, and let gravity take over whatever however you ever want to look okay. at it so because here's the thing that has to eat away at you and i understand but you lived with it for like 20 but, some years but i'm saying though the longer you live with something like that the worse it has to be and now everybody knows exactly well but that's what i'm saying but i think the the turning the not the turning point but like the the straw that broke the camel's back was he sat there voluntarily and basically made it seem like this I was part of the the you know I was part of the fight and you know uh, we was doing things. Meanwhile, in reality, I was actually out here being a snake and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think that because they said this was so not after the day he did the interview, but when it was actually like Eric. broadcast, mm-hmm. which was like I think a couple of months later. That's when he was like, "Yeah, I gotta go." Yeah, because like I said, I think it was that that realization, him seeing it face to face with. Wow, it's I'm, real now. I'm, yeah, I'm really out here. Like I have lived so foul for so long, mm-hmm. and now here is this like me out here trying to pretend like I'm some kind of civil war, uh, civil civil war. Wow, civil rights hero. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that was like the ultimate. Like, because eh, you know. and I think what bothers me the most mm-hmm. about this is. Okay, first of all, and, and obviously they have to play up a movie, right? right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know if that's how they actually found him. But I think he said like they basically recruited him. Like he had did I mean, something. They went to the jail, got that him. Happens. And my th- this is my biggest issue though. Like, okay, you might start off on some like I'm just trying to get my sentence light and whatever. Mm-hmm. But how can you be around this man? Be around his family. Be around because the Black Panthers was his family. Mm-hmm. How you gonna be around this man? Be around his family. See what he stands for. You see, he is not the person that they told you he was. How are you around this man and you don't have a change of heart? Like, how does that not penetrate? Might I refer you to 
Judas. I know, but I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying. <laughs> like, that it blew my mind. Like, the title of like, the movie is actually super fitting. Pretty, yeah, yeah. It's super fitting. Because yeah. I was just like, you really been around this man. You see, He's doing all this work mm-hmm. for you. Your yeah. children, your your, because y'all know. I don't know if y'all. I don't talk about it here a lot, but I'm huge into generations and into legacy and how does my purpose and the li- the life that I live, how does that going to affect mm-hmm. those who come after me? When my third, fourth, fifth generation down will talk about their great, great, great Kiki, what they gonna say? Right. Like that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And that man was doing work. Fred Hampton was doing work to make sure that future generations lived in a liberated space. And the fact that you would put that man's life in danger in such a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, throw the whole man away. Because, but you, because there are people who cannot see beyond themselves. Even like, in like, there are people who literally can't see, you know, more than five feet in front of them. And you did all that for $300. $300. And after they killed him, and he went to go see the little white handler, he gave right. him $300. Right, but they said in total, like, he made like, the equivalent of $200,000. So, and even then, like, so that that goes to the what does a man gain if he sells his soul? Listen, because ultimately that's what it was. Because my soul is worth more than two hundred thousand dollars. Right, exactly. Personally, so you have, but you have people out there like that. Yeah. Because, just like you know, um, there's conspiracy theories and rumors about people who maybe kind of set up Dr. King. There's, I, I believe in all of that. At right. this point, after seeing this movie, I say I would not be surprised that 50 years from now we're having the same movie about Nipsey. Oh, for sure. I would not be surprised. I don't even think, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to take that long. I'm just saying 50 because, you know, it, you got to do mm-hmm. some clearance and you, the real story got to come out, but I would not be surprised. Well, but here's the thing, though. You have those even Let's say, even if you take, like, government connections out of it, mm-hmm. there are people who... What no matter what their stand their status in in society was have been led or set up by people that they knew people mm-hmm. that you know stayed in the house. Biggie said, "Hey, even your moms will set you up listen, properly gassed up." Listen, because I just listened to this. Oh yeah, I was listening to him the other day because you know it was the anniversary of his death. So right. I was blasting Biggie all day, and mm-hmm. I had to remind myself like, "Ain't nobody loyal out here, man." Right to find to find loyalty is extremely rare. Genuine loyalty. Fact. Because there's a difference. There's a thing of, there are people who will be loyal to you because of what you can do for them. Yep. As opposed to people who are still going to, who are going to be loyal to you just because they loyal people. They are loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Not the idea of what you can do or mm-hmm. what it is that you have or whatever. It is the fact they that genuinely rock. There's a, there's a connection there and because of who they are also, they rock with you, mm-hmm. and they are therefore loyal to you. Right. And also, I you know, there's a belief or a faith that that person is also going to be loyal in return. Yeah. So you have those moments, like even in the that uh, Tupac movie, there's a scene where Biggie's like, "Listen, watch who you around," mm-hmm. because these guys who are saying that you you know, they're not your friends. Yeah. Your par- your parents say that. At least I hope your parents will say, "Hey, be careful who you choose to be choose your friends to be." Sometimes you gotta choose who your parents are. I mean, you gotta be careful about who your parents are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you have to. <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? But like, the not, things... and I would hope more people than not don't have to deal with that. I mean, right. less people have to deal with that, right. but it's a thing. Because there are things that, like you know, choosing your circle is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of people who love because it sounds cool. Oh, my circle is small, and my circle. No, 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 not necessarily. Your circle might be small because you're not worthy of having a circle in the first place. Ooh. Ooh. Did I say that? Ooh. I think I did. Ooh. 
there are people out there who are like, oh, well, you know, my circle is tight. My circle is, is solid. You don't know that. And a lot of times you don't know that until something happens yeah. and it tests those people's Test resolve yep. to being loyal to you. Yeah. Because, like, to, you know, thinking, because there was a quote I remember somebody said, you know, don't think just because you wouldn't do it to somebody else they that they wouldn't do that to you. That's a fact. Because I had I was having a conversation with somebody else, with somebody not that long ago. Listen, Jesus was perfect. And even one of his friends turned on him. Right. That's real. So what do you think you got coming? Yeah. Some if, people just aren't built to, especially nowadays, I feel like when it comes to, when you add in social media, when you add mm-hmm. in clout and all of that stuff, like, a lot of people will do stuff just to feel like they're around you, just to yeah. be, you know what I'm saying? Try to ride coattails or For just sure. to feel like they're in the mix or something. That's why I appreciate the people who, and not that I'm not even all like that, but, like, I appreciate the people who love me just for me mm-hmm. and who who can take me out of my words and still rock with me like i appreciate those people right. because it's so rare to find genuine people nowadays like it's very rare yeah of course and i mean that's that's a big thing because like when you see people who are at their worst that's when you have to like there's to me there's two trains of thoughts when i see somebody at their worst and it seems like they're not getting the support from their so-called circle the question that comes to my mind is, what is it about you that caused your circle to not be there for you? Mm-hmm. Or what is it about your your selection of your circle that caused them to just be like, oh, well, so much for that. Because it's, it's cause yeah. let's be honest, you can, just like you choose relationships poorly, you can choose your friendships poorly as well. Absolutely. So... It's so, and then it's also the question of what is it that I did that caused these people to turn on me? Yeah. Because because that's the thing people people act so surprised when like their friend like their so called friend doesn't show up for them in a time that they say they need it. But maybe because you constantly out here crying wolf about things that you know your situation. Yeah. And when I'm there, it's like all right, you was there because you were supposed to be there. No, no. you can't take that for granted. If I'm there, that means, one, I was able to be there for you. Because right. one thing a lot of people seem to forget, I don't have to come through and try to and put this cape on and that save part, you. That part. Because, one, some people get mad. Oh, well, y'all ain't nothing. Y'all ain't about nothing because my circle is supposed to look out for me. What makes you think that they were able to do that for you in the first place? Yeah. Because you always have to understand, everybody got their own things going on. Because guess what? Right. Just because they part of your circle, that means you part of their circle, too. Mm-hmm. So, therefore... And are you the friend that's always needing something? Right. Because that can be exhausting. Because I think we talked about it not that long ago. Don't be... Like, I, I used to have a saying that I used to throw around all the time. Don't be that guy. Listen. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Don't Just don't be. be. The, don't be that person. <laughs> right. Because... You don't want to be that person where it's just exhausting to have to deal with you. Yeah. It's like, because, like, let's be honest, we all have that circle of friends where, like, that one person shows up and it's like, all right, well, here come, you know, dra- drama, drama king, drama queen now. Let's see what, you know, what's going on now. Well, I'm going to say I'm blessed because I'm finally in a space where I'm not. But when I was, child, it would be so annoying. Like, girl, everybody got some liquor. All right, so let's listen to what this fool about to say. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to be that person where people are just like, here comes this person. Or don't tell so-and-so that we doing this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that person. Because guess what? You're going to get upset. And then you're going to try to lash out at these other people. When in reality, it's you. It's you, boo. Like, that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. When you are going through stuff, 
One, did you cause this stuff to happen? Right. Whether it was nobody th- ever wants to take accountability. Right. Whether it was through action or inaction. And then two, are people not willing to help you mm-hmm. because you just a trash person right now? Or because they just couldn't, they just, you know. Yep. People just assume, like, if you need help, people just got to hop too. No, that's not that's always not the case. Work. Yep. I can't always stop what I'm doing to come save you from yourself. Yep. Especially when you just, when the simple solution can be you just make better decisions. Right. Because here's my, th- my, my tip, my tipping point is always with people when you're constantly telling, when I, like, hey, what's going on with you? And it's constantly negative. Mm-hmm. It's constantly drama. So now I feel like you sucking the joy out of my day. Yeah. Or you're draining my energy. You're an energy vampire. And you're just draining me because it's so bad. It's always so bad. And you're still dealing with the same thing over and over and over again. Well, maybe it's you. Yeah. Because at this You're not point, making good decisions. You're not it. making good decisions. Or you're, you're, you're voluntarily, and now after a point, you're voluntarily making bad decisions. Right. So maybe it's you. So why would I then want to be associated with that? Because they ain't got time. No, like for the fool's red. Exactly, like a thing that. So when we worked at the same job, yes, the the there was some sales involved, and my biggest thing, my pet peeve was, at the end of the day, can I look at myself in the mirror and say I did right by the people that I dealt with? Yep. Do you know? Because I never want to get to a point where I got to look over my shoulder and worry about somebody coming looking for me because I just did something dirty or whatever. Yeah. That's that's not what I want. And at the same time, can I say that for the people in my circle? Yep. And I hope that that and that's I real. say that, but I, and I don't know for sure because I, I don't know everything that everybody does. Of and, but I uh, that is the hope that I have for them. Yeah. And at the same time, that is based on things that I've seen what I believe to be true. Yeah. You know. But you have people who don't who can't understand that, and that's like I remember it was so deep. Cause, um, as funny as like the dude is and how he comes off sometimes, Lil Duval, the comedian, he actually will drop some legit gems of knowledge that people might not have thought about or especially wouldn't expect to come from him. But one of the things that stuck with me was finessing gives you the same karma as just outright stealing from people. Mm, that's. Because that's the new thing. Oh, yeah, I just, you know, finessed a little something out of it. Eh, no, you basically just sold from somebody yeah. because you're not being upfront. If we're doing business. Yeah, that's real. Then I have to be upfront with you. You need to be upfront up with me. Yeah. And if you're not because it makes you a better profit, then there's a problem you're there. Stealing. Right. And you want to, huh, yeah, I took advantage of that person. I got him. That's well, terrible. that's the same thing as, hey, look over there. Let me snatch this up out you real quick. Yep. That's the same thing. Yep. So... You can't have you can't have that mindset and then wonder why the good people that you have in your life turn their backs or just stop answering or stop showing up. Right. Because you done left a bad taste in so many people's mouths that they just don't want to have nothing to do with you. Yeah. And now you that friend. And you that, don't want to be that friend. No. Don't be you that, after a while you ain't gonna be a friend. Right. Don't be that guy. Right. That they be like, yeah, you know, to Look where at they, Duval. Right. To where they tell other people. Right, right twice a day. I mean, hey, you know, living my best life, smile, you know. <laughs> All right, I'm not going back and forth with you ninjas. Living my best life, but that's a word too because that's the thing. That's people true. like I'll never understand people who love to argue. I'm not arguing with you for what? What I, are we arguing about? Listen, oh, listen, some dumb stuff. I'm not arguing with you. If you're not paying a bill or doing something wrong, I'm not. Even then, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. Was are we arguing? Especially over, if you on the internet, right? Are we arguing? Regardless, even in person, are we arguing over something that actually matters? Yeah. Like, are we arguing over, like, hey, 
Like, you know, that almost got, you know, almost cost me something. Like, you need to chill out on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can understand that. And even then, that's only going so far. Right. But, like, I'll never understand. Like, I, okay, so. Oh, Lord. Yes. Oh, this Lord. went to a situation that I had with a young lady mm. where she said to me, I don't, like, you're no fun because you don't like to argue. That's called toxic, boo. That means you don't have proper right. communication. I said, yeah, I said too. just because you can't communicate an issue with me. without like getting loud or making it like aggressive or whatever, that's on you, not on me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not about to sit here and argue with you just to argue with you. you sound crazy, if you're looking ma'am. for something to do, then you need to go find something else to do. Go read a book. Gonna, right? It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be with me. And like, <laughs> there's been times where like I literally had to hit people with, the, "Are you done? Are you finished?" I don't like when people say, are you done? Well, because, but you know what? I only do that to the people who constantly want to try to bait you into something. Oh, yeah, that's real. Because then I have to, because now that's my way of letting you know. I'm not It's not going down the way that you think it's going down. You want to make a scene. Are you done now? Are you done? Okay, because here's my response. Here's me getting up, walking away from you. Yikes. This is how Cleveland looks off. (sighs) You know what? (laughs) You a fool. So, because, like, there's no point. You're wait. I'm wasting... Time, energy. energy, just peace, whatever. Any number of things that I'm wasting mm-hmm. on you by just sitting here. Uh, no, you're wrong. I know it was for what? Argue for with what? your mama. Don't argue with because me. Because ultimately, I know what I did or I didn't do. Right. And unless you can prove to me that I'm, unless you have proof and you can put it out in an adult in an adult way. Right. What's the point? You wasting my time. What, what and yours. Here for? Little kids argue. Yeah. Well, uh, drunks argue. I'm not about to. I'm, Dang, not drunk like you. <laughs> they do, but they do. Like I'm not, and even like I'm not about to have that with you. So like that again goes to the type of whatever you want to call it, the energy, the way you want to live. However, because you have people who argue with their friends all day long, back and forth, over and over again, and then you always hear the, oh, well, I ain't talking to so and so right now because we got into an argument. Listen, if that's your friend, first off, why are you arguing all the time? Yeah, I don't have no on. I don't have no friends that I argue with all the time or on a regular basis or on a semi annual basis. This is not a sale. Me either. This is not this is not a going out of business sale. No, I have friends that we we've probably could count on one hand the actual arguments we've had. Hmm. Okay. And That's even good. then, it was on. And even then, it wasn't taken seriously. It's a, no, I think you're wrong on that one. No, I think it, it was this, it went this way and back and forth. And then eventually it's like, all right, whatever. Well, Next time I see you, okay. We'll just deal it's, with it. It's, it's, it's not even nothing to deal not with. Not deal with, but like, it just, it is what right. it is. Right, it just is what it is. That happened and now we're moved on. Because, again, what is the point? Like, if I have a, if, if you're my friend, the last thing I need to be worried about is getting my blood pressure up. That's right. Or getting heated or having my, my energy or my peace interrupted because of what? some... Yeah, for what? For what? What's the point? That's real. Like, I don't care. Like, I might get angry with you or upset with you over something, but we're going to talk about it and we're going to keep it moving. And then if nothing, if the appropriate uh, measures are not taken on both sides... Then okay, guess yeah, what? Do, then clearly do. you weren't the real, the quote unquote real one. That's part of the, the, the part of the circle, whatever. And we just gonna keep it pushing. That's real. And you can have your peace over there with your people who shady and cutthroat or whatever. And I'm gonna have my peace over here with my people who are trying uh-huh. to trying to do something positive for just for with themselves, people around them, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So there. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. So it you know look at so going back to you know Judas and Black Messiah like to see 
you know that happened. But like 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 we said, that there's that guy in every single one of those situations. Yeah. There's that guy who was there when Dr. King was killed. There was that guy who was there when Malcolm X was killed. There's that guy who was there probably when Nipsey was killed and Biggie and Tupac and any and oh, name uh-huh. name anybody who had some level of high status mm-hmm. whose life got cut short. Name one? That there no I'm just saying uh-huh. you know you could name, like I said, you could name pretty much anybody who had some kind of status or a level of celebrity or whatever you want to call it, influence, mm-hmm. whatever, who did not, who did not die of natural causes. That's a fact. Because people out here being shady. And that's what I'm saying. And there is the the source behind that is usually that person who was trash, who wasn't a real friend, or who was a real friend at one point, and then they flipped up and decided hey i'm about to take this cash or you know you slighted me because you didn't give me what i felt like i deserve listen your friends don't owe you anything there's do you know what it reminds me of what is that uh, when oh catfish when uh oh, <laughs> it's, it's like an old catfish where this i think it's not the fat kelly price one. yes <laughs> you got that yeah it's just like y'all got me riding around all day for you just to be like it's me <laughs> so, for those who it don't be know, your own people, man. That's still oh. my favorite episode of Catfish. Ooh, no, my favorite know, one is Bow Wow. That's my favorite one. That's up there, but I like Ooh. this one better. The, for those that don't know, the on the TV show Catfish, there was an episode where this guy thought he had made a real connection with another guy. Out, I don't know where I forget where they lived. Yeah, but he was he was <laughs> they had gone through all these things, and it was funny because. Looking back on it, it went too It didn't good. make no sense. Well, no, like, things started going way too easy mm-hmm. compared to other episodes of Catfish. Yeah. Where it was like, they had contacted the person. The person was like, yo, yeah, we Just can meet. Here. No problem. I'm super excited. Like, I apologize for not being able to do it sooner. Let's make this happen. Right. They like, great, let's go. They drive to this place. First off, the address is not showing up, which is already it was one red flag. Right. Then, like when they find technically find it, it's like an abandoned apartment yeah, or abandoned building. Yeah, it was building. so crazy. And they're like, "So what's the deal?" And right. like this dude's cousin basically was like, "Oh, I can't do this no more. It was me the whole time. I've been catfishing yeah. you for a year because and at a party they were at." <laughs> the guy got drunk and called his cousin a fat Kelly Price. Which, to be honest... Don't do this. She kind of was a Don't fat Kelly this. Price. Don't do this. She kind of looked like Kelly Price if she was a little on the heavy side. Don't do this. But whatever. Still not good enough reason to play with somebody's emotions and somebody's heart like that. Child, Especially say, family. When I say <laughs> my soul left my body the first yes. time I watched that, I was <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Right. So... <laughs> Even you have to, so like you, (laughs) even you have to be careful with your family because your family might not be holding that circle tight necessarily because you don't, you can't choose, technically you can't choose your family. You can choose your friends and eventually they become like family. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be careful about that. And if you ever need a better, another explanation, the players club, because, well, let's be honest, family (laughs) in that situation was kind of trash. Uh, uh, what's the movie? What's the movie? Soul Food? Yes. The family is my husband. Yeah. <laughs> There's that as well. Classic, Vanessa. Listen. Vanessa Williams, yes. There was that as first well. First of all, first of all, first of all, I wish mm-hmm. a human would. 
I let you stay in my home. I feed right. you. I keep a roof over your and head. You, and you thought it was sweet? You thought I was sweet? Right. Oh, you, th- you, oh, clearly, you thought I won't do 10 to 15 <laughs> clearly, clearly have not been oh. paying attention. And you know what's funny? You I, 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 I'm sorry, real fast. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely pray to the Lord, like, Lord, if you ever give me a man, Jesus, if you ever give me one, Please let him be faithful because, Lord, he's going to meet you sooner than you might have slayed it because right. what you will not do. I'm big on respect. Uh-huh. I'm huge on respect. Do not disrespect me. Do not make me look crazy. And, right. I, and, I, and I don't be asking for a lot. Don't make me look crazy. Don't play me. And then if you're going to play me, you going to do it with my family? Yeah. Sir? No, no. no oh, you want to die. Like yeah. you, you might you, you might as well just just write out your suicide right. letter now, right? Because you clearly wanted to die. Like, right. sir, I'll help you. Don't um, worry. Yeah. So, um, side note, because uh, you brought up Vanessa Williams, Williams. Yeah. I recently just saw a movie that she's in, and she's really good in it. But it is one of my favorite movies that I don't think a lot of people talk about. It doesn't get as much love as it probably should. It's a movie with Vanessa Williams, um, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Shy McBride. Um, oh, what's the lady's name? She always plays everybody's auntie. She always, uh, Loretta Devine is in oh, it. Oh, yes. Um, and, um, oh, there's a few other people in it. Um, like, Andy Garcia's in it. Anyway, the movie's called Hoodlum. I feel like I've seen that before. And it's the story, basically, of, like, the black mob in Harlem. Okay. And basically how uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays the main character. He plays Bumpy Johnson. And he is basically like fresh out of jail, and he ends up indirectly basically like taking over Black Mob and defending Harlem and Uptown Harlem against like the mafia. Okay. And like Vanessa Williams is like his his girlfriend, eventually is his wife. Um, Cicely Tyson is in it too. <sighs> And she is awesome because she originally is the head of the, the black family. Mob. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And like they call her the queen. Okay. And she has like a she's, I don't know if she's French or she's like West Indian or something. But she has a French accent or a Creole or whatever. Okay. But she is awesome in that movie because there's a scene where she's talking with, um, basically discussing terms with the guy who's trying to put her out of business. Okay. And the dude basically threatens her because he had met with another mob boss, like the Hispanic mob boss. Yeah. And cut his... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, things off. Got it. And, like, puts them on the table. Oh! Okay. And because he tells her, he was like, you know, because she's basically like, listen, we've run uptown. This is Harlem. Right. This is our neighborhood. You're not about to come up here. I don't care who you are. And he tells her, well, you got some, you know, some pretty big balls. And he does the thing on the table, throws the things oh, on the table. Okay. And one of her uh, bodyguards, like, is ready to just set it off. Period. Like, the shotgun is out. You know, he done racked it one time and said, let's go. And she's like, hey, chill out. Because one thing this dude is, is forgetting, I ain't got no balls to get cut off. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. I be the queen. Period. And we run uptown. Period. And anyway, but great movie. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Um, it I think it's one of those, like... Um, like the list of the red, the black movie registry list. Like, mm-hmm. if, like you have to, you should see it eventually. Okay. Um, it's really good. Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Um, like I said, and it's just like, it's a black gangster movie, and it's not like they don't play it like oh black gangsters get away scot free. You know, no. there's like bad stuff you happens. Do, yeah. But eventually, it's like listen, this is our neighborhood. We take care of our own. We do this and. Yeah. 
you're not about to just come and just run roughshod over us. Like, that's not how it's going to go. And I think that's one thing about black people. Like, there's always this crazy misconception. I'm not going to say crazy misconception because there are certain areas where it's very, like, self-centered and every person for themselves. But I Mm -hmm. think more often than not, black people will rock with one another. And we try our best to support one another. That's like the, and some people don't understand it, but black telepathy is a thing. For sure. Black telepathy is a thing because how many times, let's be honest, I haven't known you forever. No. I've known you long enough to where there was a point where we could make eye contact and we, already... and we thoroughly understood yep. without saying anything what the other thought. For sure. It was a quick, okay, well, they tripping, right. right. Let's keep it moving. It's time It's time to leave. You have keys? You got your keys? Oh, right. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Stay over there. I got this. this mm-hmm. You know, but keep the phone ready just in just case. Just in case. For sure. Um, so that's the thing. But there's things like, like, Hoodlum is, you know, one of those. Hoodlum, I would say, is the more gangster version of Harlem Nights. Okay. Harlem Nights is a comedy. I just watched that a couple of days. Harlem Nights is still one of my all-time favorite movies. That's a good movie. Richard Pryor is awesome in that movie. Fire. Um... And I don't know what it is. It's something about that time period, the way that they dressed, like those suits, fire. The dresses that the ladies are wearing, fire. Even when they're not, like, dressed up, still fire. Like, that was the thing that I think we both agreed on with Lovecraft Country. The way they was, I mean, the drip was insane. The swag was on a million. But that was just black folks back then in general. Right. Anytime you see pictures of black people from back mm -hmm. then, just swaggy. But that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's... Every generation has their their swag and their, their you know that flavor, but to me, whenever I see a movie like that, and it's like, yo, like this cat out here, he got spats on his shoes, mm-hmm. he got the white silk scarf for no reason because it's not chilly outside, <laughs> and that silk's not gonna help him no way. Right. He got the overcoat with the hat and everything, like it's just you know the ladies got the gloves all the way up to like the shoulder, the elbow, whatever. Um, something about that I'm always always down for. It. But yeah, if you ever get a chance, Harlem Nights for sure as well because that's just a classic. Yeah. Um, I mean, because think about it. I don't think we'll ever have another movie where you have that many top-tier like black actors, comedians all in one movie and it'd be really good. And they all have a decent amount of like screen time in it because you got Red Fox yeah. who was great in that movie. <laughs> it's Absolutely. hilarious. Me and my friends still will like quote lines about that if somebody's like not seeing it like maybe oh i didn't see that mm-hmm. <laughs> well get it out your idea Della you reese see- who is awesome what you gonna do shoot me in my pinky toe yeah. okay pow right <laughs> richard Pryor again eddie murphy um just so many people such a great movie but hoodlum is also a great one as well so if you haven't seen it go see it um, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I wish it was streaming more than it is. Uh, I don't think it's on streaming right now, but it'll probably yeah. be back there somewhere. But um, if you get a chance, Judas and the Black Messiah for sure. Um, if you got HBO Max, you can see it now. I think until yeah, next I week. It. Yeah, um, it, it, you know. it's coming off. Yes. So the way it works that's is ghetto. so the way the the deal works is you have 30 days to watch these movies that are also in theaters with uh, HBO Max. So like the little things was there for like thirty days. Wonder Woman was there for thirty days. Tom and Jerry will be there for thirty so days. So where they go after? They just not. They won't be on the streaming service because they're still available. So the in movie equivalent theaters. of like going to the movie. Got it. Basically, not just, in the movie theater just in a there. shorter period of time. Yeah, gotcha. the movie theater will still carry it, but on the streaming service it won't be there because they're also refreshing it every month with a new movie. Because uh, as a matter of fact, I think there's another movie they have coming out this month at the end of this month. 
So that's just it's just a rotating. Okay. So you know I'm not mad at that. That's a great deal. And you know HBO, in case you need somebody to introduce these new movies to your streaming service, or maybe you know talk about season two of Lovecraft Country. Uh, you know, hey, there's two podcasters who are readily available. I mean, you just let us know. Just let us know when you need us. When do we got to show up? We'll, we'll sure. be there. We'll be there. Um. So, so I mean, but yeah, you speaking have speaking into existence. We're gonna manifest. Trying to, you know, <laughs> um, because I saw, you know, what I saw a thing. So, anybody who know, like I, I have issues with the show being what I originally thought it was gonna be. This show, yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, oh well, we're entertaining. People like to hear us talk about things. Right. They, I mean, it happens. It does. We're, we're both. Uh, reasonably educated. I'm not saying we're the smartest people in the world, but we far from dumb. Enough to hold a conversation. There you go. We far from dumb. Um, we have personality and we work well together. That's always the common thing. Whenever somebody tells me about the show, like, hey, I heard the show and I love the chemistry that you two have yeah. because you two work very well together. And That's I appreciate that. He the homie on um, But the worst thing I could do is is look at how many people have listened to the, the episodes because that drives me insane. That's why you don't do it. Yes. Well, I'm working on that. But, like, that's the same reason, like, I don't listen back to the show because I don't like no, hearing myself talk. I feel you. Um, I just believe you put the art into the world and for the people it's for, they right. get it. And if well, it ain't, then you don't. So, I have to give Kev on stage a shout out. If you don't know who he is, check him out. He's Kev on stage on pretty much all social media. Super funny. He has done a lot of really good things in, like, a relatively short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a, a word that I think was definitely for me was... People who start podcasts, there's a ton of podcasts started every day. For sure. And most podcasts don't make it past like seven episodes, like on average, something like that. This is episode 34. Oh, wow. For I us. wonder why they stop at seven. Because they just get tired of it. Yeah, because it's not, cause you know what it is? They're not getting the, the, uh, attraction they the attraction that they wanted, that they thought they would get. Yeah. And he said, realistically, be prepared to do 100 episodes before you start seeing mm-hmm. what it is that you're looking for. That's real. And I was like, you know what? I never thought about it like that. But I knew, you know, it wasn't going to be instant. But I'm like, all right, well, you know, episode 10, you know, we should have like 500,000 people listening to yeah. something. You know, like, we should be out here selling merch and whatnot. But at the same time, that's not what it, realistically, that's not what it is. Right. But when he said that, I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I have to... uh do away with the uh, anxiety that comes with checking. Like, oh, man, did anybody, you know, who, how many people are listening to it now? Or let me refresh, and it's, that's not doing any good. But I will say that as long as I can, I'm going to keep the show going uh, with the homie here. Yes. Uh, because it it's needed. For sure. Like, the reason we started the show was... Everybody, it's a lot going on. Yeah. And let's be honest, just because we got one person out the way doesn't mean that the world is magically fixed or situations are better. Yep. Um, there are times where, like, we all, you know, deal with those ups and downs. I know I do. There was a couple periods last week where I was just like, you know what, man, I don't, ain't nothing going my way. Yeah. And I'm not seeing it happen. But I was inspired by seeing good stuff happening for you. Well, because I'm like, okay. You know, I know you've had your struggles, you've had your ups and downs, but to see that you're making it and doing big things, even though you think I'm trying to, like, big up yourself, because... I'm learning how to accept Right, good things are coming your way, and I believe that that good things are coming this show's way. I agree. Um, Like, I joke about the, you know, oh, yeah, you know, HBO needs, like, they own, you know... Uh, Our voice was going to be for somebody if somebody right. somewhere is going to recognize how we can be exactly. an asset to them. We cannot undervalue 
the impact or the importance that we have in other people's lives. Facts. And I'm not saying like the show. I'm talking about just, just as interpersonal as yeah, individuals. Sure. But at the same time, I'm sure that somebody, whether it's already happened or it will happen in the future, somebody's going to hear this show. And we're going to just happen to say the thing that they needed to hear at the right time. Yep. And it's going to make a difference. And ultimately, that's what the show is for. What Pac say? Pac say, I might not change the world, but I'm going to spark the brain that change the world. There you go. I That does something to me because I, I feel that way about myself as well. Right. And it might not change the global world, but it's right. going to change their world. And that's enough for me. Right. If, if you know, listen, everybody can't be Malcolm X. Everybody can't right. be everybody Martin Luther King. Be. Um, but if you can give the proper nudge or the proper word to somebody who can be that next yep. person, you done your then job. that's, that's all it is. My grandfather used to say, listen, you, you know, you can have all the money in the world. Can't take it with you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as long as you did right by people, yep. that's all that matters. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in being, I call it a seed planter. And that's, I really feel like that's what the Lord created me to do where I, just plant the seed that, you know, your life could be amazing if you do A, B, or C. Now, I, ain't gonna, I might not see the tree, the seed plant, right. you know, grow into anything, mm-hmm. but just knowing that the seeds are going on good soil is enough for me. Yeah. And that's okay. And in somebody's story, you might not be the main character that did da 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 but right. if you just sparked it, that's enough. That's, and that's some, okay. Sometimes that's all it takes. So, um, where they can find the show at, Jonathan? They can find the show at, oh, see, proud of you on that one. Don't do this. Uh, they can find the show, you can email the show, thoughts, uh, concerns, topics, whatever, at everythingandnothingpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at EANpod. Um, where can they find you at? You can find me on TikTok and on Truth and Love United. Uh, TikTok and Instagram uh-huh. at uh, Truth and Love United. That is my business page, and then my personal is Akira Elon A K I R A E L A U N. Also, make sure you sign up for my mailing list because I have some things that I'm working on. And I'm very excited. Woot woot! And you'll get you'll hear about them first. Yeah. The mailing list. There so. you go. Get on yeah. the list, y'all. You so silly. Where they find you at? Jonathan? They can find me on Instagram at call me underscore Mr. J. You can also find me on TikTok at call underscore me underscore Mr. J. We all good? We ready to, we ready to wrap I, it I'm up? I'm sure you got a word for us. <clears throat> get out of here. As always, before we go, let me leave you with this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Don't regret the feelings you had for certain people. Instead, regret the people you wasted them on. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. Good night, everybody. Bye, you guys. Have a good week. Bye. And you built for this. Don't worry. You got this. Yes.